Sophia Minard. And that right there means baseball at its best. And now, leading off for your Milwaukee Brewer, Valley Sports Wisconsin, Sophia Minard. It was a rough road trip for uh, the Milwaukee Brewers going 1-6, and six, but uh, the rest of the NL Central helping them out. That one win got them to a half game out of first, tied with the Pirates in the loss column for the top spot in the NL Central. Let's welcome in Sophia Minert, Valley Sports Wisconsin Brewers reporter. Sophia, how was the trip? I mean, are, are you a fan of Minert those, those, in the those house. two stops, Denver and San Francisco? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, both are good cities. Uh, it's kind of weird how the schedule worked out of, like, back-to-back West Coast trips. But Denver and San Francisco are, are always good spots and good to get a win yesterday. And now come back home. Yeah, I was going to say, how was the flight home? Because I understand, after being on it a couple times with you in the past, I mean, it, it seems like there's definitely a different vibe, even if it was a bad road trip. There's a different vibe after a win. Yeah, I think everyone, I think there's just like a sense of relief, you know, that um, obviously it was a tough stretch and, and not how they wanted to play during the losing streak. So I think it just yesterday was one of those days where like Willie Adamas had a great day driving in four. They got really good t- pitching performances. Adrian Hauser came back. Um, the bullpen was great. Um, you know, a couple stolen bases in there. So it just felt like it was a, a really clean, well-played game and everything kind of came together for them. And I think that's what they needed. So I think there's always a, a sense of relief uh, when you get that, and then it does make a long flight home a lot better. Is there a, Sophia, is there a different vibe on this team anymore? Anyway, being so young now, like uh, you know, being uh, going from a uh, some veteran team to now just a bunch of young guys out there. Yeah, I think we've talked a lot about you know like the energy that the the young players bring, and I think it's it's a good mix of like they're going through everything for the first time whether it's good stretches or bad stretches um, and individually and as a team. And then I think the veteran guys are kind of the, the steady presences, right? Like they, they don't really get rattled. They don't go too high or too low um, depending on how things are going on the field. So I do think it's a, it's a good mix of um, kind of like the excitement of going through things the first time and also just kind of like the, the patience and the steadiness that veteran players bring because, They've been through all of this, and they know that there's just a, a, still a ton of season left ahead of them. Sophia, to that point, how do you think the young guys handled this little bit of a rough stretch? Because a lot of them experienced their first experience with the Brewers was amazing. I mean, the way they started yeah. the season was just nuts, and now they kind of hit their first losing streak, their first lull in the year in May. I mean, how do you think they handled it? I think what's great for these guys, you know, like, and you're talking about Bryce Strang and Joey Weimer, um, you know, Garrett Mitchell when he was up with the team before the injury, um, and even some of the young pitchers, right, who are relatively early in their careers. I think for them it's like just being in there every day and going through it is the best thing that can happen to them. Um, it's, it's defensive innings. It's stocking up at bats. Um, I think they're getting closer just now past that, you know, 100 plate appearance threshold. So, they're here truly kind of just at the start of this. And I think this is like how it's going to be for them. You know, it's like Bryce Terang, um, you know, is currently on a, a quiet five game hitting streak. And that was coming off of a homestand where he was really challenged. So I think just being in there every day and gaining more experience is really good for them. And these guys come in with a ton of confidence. So I haven't really seen them feel overwhelmed at any point. Um, it's just a, a lot of learning that's happening in real time for, for these young players. 
Talking with Sophia Minnert, our Bally Sports Wisconsin reporter. Uh, you mentioned pitchers. So I just wanted to get a quick update on a couple guys. First off, Adrian Hauser makes his season debut yesterday. Uh, what was it? Two earned runs, five strikeouts, four and two-third innings pitched. Uh, what did he have to say after the game about his performance? Because you couldn't really ask for a much better outing in your season debut. Yeah, I think it was really good. Um, he hadn't pitched in over a week, just kind of how the schedule worked out for him. They wanted to kind of keep him available um, in case he was needed. Uh, we all know things can go crazy at Coors Field. So, um, you know, it just kind of lined up that it was kind of nine days later after his last rehab start, he was ready to go. So he said that was actually kind of good for him. It gave him some more time to do an additional bullpen, work on things, refine things, and I think that showed up. With, with overall a really good start for him yesterday, keeping the ball on the ground and, and pretty good command. So uh, we'll see what happens with Adrian now. Um, this was a stretch of the schedule where they identified it being a good time to do a six-man rotation. Um, they do have an off day coming up here on Thursday, so we'll see how they want to line things up for the weekend if he gets another start or uh, if he goes to the bullpen. And then, Sophia, two quick pitcher injury updates. Uh, anything on Ashby? No, he's in Arizona. He's just he's rehabbing there. Um, we, I'm not sure when he's going to rejoin the team. Um, he's going to check in like periodically, but he's he's in Arizona rehabbing right now. What about Woodruff? Because I know there's been some good news about him hopefully rejoining sometime soon. Yeah, the timeline for him is going to be the end of June. So he uh, stayed with the team for the road trip. He's been doing plyometric stuff and arm care and all of that. Has not picked up a baseball yet in terms of throwing, but that's something that could possibly happen this week. Um, but just considering the layoff for him, I mean, that injury was back on April 8th, which is a, a long time ago now. Um, so it's, he's essentially going to have to go through spring training and a buildup all over again, which is why you're looking at that end of June timeline. But he was really encouraged by the results that he got back from the second MRI. So. Um, everything is going forward for Woody, but it's just it's going to be slow for him, uh, at least here at the start. Man, that's um, <laughs> you, you say end of June, Ashby's still in Arizona. It, it, it just seems like the Brewers are going to need some reinforcements in that starting staff because Ashby was supposed to be that guy, and so was Adrian Hauser, and those two are kind of just. I mean, Ashby, we're not, I'm guessing, Sophia, is Ashby coming back anytime soon? I mean, the way it sounds, it sounds like what August maybe. Yeah, it's going to be in the second half for yeah. sure. Um, so where, yeah, it's, where gonna, they, it's definitely going to be in the second half. They don't have a clear time um, just because he's working his way back from the surgery after having the PRP in spring training. So do you think they're going to start dipping into the minor leagues to get some maybe some reinforcements? Because I know Craig Council I mean, likes to do the six-man rotation when possible, but with so many guys like just coming back and a couple of big guys – that are out of the rotation right now, it seems like they're going to need reinforcements at some point. I, I mean, you know, knock on wood right now, like the guys that are here are healthy, you know? So I think Colin Ray has done a, a really nice job. He's taken Brandon Woodruff's spot in the rotation. So he's made a handful of starts here. Now you're getting Adrian Hauser back. So I think that helps in terms of like the depth and the innings that you're trying to cover to your point. So I mean, if they keep Adrian in the rotation, that does keep them at a six-man. And if not, then you know that you've got somebody that is stretched out, that can give you multiple innings, can make a spot start here and there. So, um, you know, certainly that doesn't rule out any call-ups down the road. But I think for now, um, you know, the guys that are here are healthy, and they're going to continue to roll with this group. 
Talking with Sophia Minnert, Brewers beat reporter for Bally Sports Wisconsin. So the Brewers now return home for a nice homestand. Um, sorry with the Dodgers. I'm guessing after that win yesterday, we, we talked about the vibe being a little bit different. But going into this homestand, I mean, for you, what's the sense around the team? I mean, it, it's the Dodgers. It's a team that they lost to, obviously, five years ago in the NLCS. It's one of the premier teams in baseball. I mean, is there a different energy when you when you have a team like the Dodgers coming to town rather than a team like, I don't know, the, the Pirates, even though they're in first place right now? Yeah, I think these series are always fun, and I think the Brewers kind of always play their best when they're playing really good teams. Um, you know, and, and certainly the Dodgers have one of the better lineups in the National League. Um, they're pretty home-run reliant, um, and they – they score the most runs per game uh, across the National League, and so they're gonna they're gonna see some good pitching um, in this series as well. It's gonna be Tony Tony Gonsolin um, on the mound tonight against Freddie Peralta. So I will say, you know, like that's one thing that has gone really well for this team this year is you know they are coming off of a tough stretch and a tough road trip, but they've played very well, um, teams 500 and above. They're currently 12 and seven. So. Um, I think, yeah, these series are always fun because you're, you're seeing good pitching. Um, you know you have to play really well to win a series against a team like this. Um, and you're going to have to take advantage of the opportunities to score when you have them. So I think this is these are always fun series when you get fun matchups like this. Sophia, I want to ask you about my, uh, my two suggestions that I made for baseball that they've adopted now. That's, uh, they're, oh, they're, okay. playing, they're playing all the teams now. That's got to be fun, playing teams that you don't usually mm-hmm. play. Uh, and then the, the pitch clock. How are those two things working out, do you think, so far? I think great. I think the the results have maybe even exceeded the expectations of the league. Um, there was a report maybe about a week ago now that um, the average time a game was, I think, 234, 235. Oh, you got um, so to be loving that more late nights. Yeah. Yeah, it had shaved off like 25 to 30 minutes on average. Um, so that was really encouraging i think for for everyone to see and i I think people are interpreting it as like less baseball but it's actually it's it's more action in a shorter period of time i think what you're Mm -hmm. eliminating is like the dead time of you know dead time in between pitches or you know pitchers that take a long time on the mound um hit guys who are at the plate they're walking around home plate they're going through their whole pre-swing routine every pitch it's like you're eliminating a lot of the dead time. Um, and I, I don't really feel like it's affected the competition or the performance at all. Um, so I think that has all been very positive for everyone. And in terms of the balanced schedule, yeah, I think it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's been cool to see teams that you don't get to see very often. You know, we went to Seattle on the last trip. The team had not been there since 2016. And then this past homestand, it was all American League teams. Um, and, and then at the end of it, it was the Los Angeles Angels. You've got two superstars in Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. And I think it's series like that that they put that rule in place to get that balanced schedule so that if you're a Brewers fan here in Milwaukee, you know that you can see those players every other year now. So, Sophia, um, let's be honest. They yeah, put, think, they put that stuff in really place good. because I suggested it, Sophia. Just, it's fine. And obviously because yeah. you suggested it. They were and listening. And I'm assuming, and I'm assuming that you've been to a game because of that. Um, Since they put I, in your rules. I, I have not. I'm waiting to see if, if guys are going to oh. complain. Early on, there were a bunch of uh, fans complaining, oh, you're going to, like, I don't know what the penalty is for, like, missing the clock, but... They're saying, oh, it's too steep. Oh, you can't call a guy Sophia, out Tony, in a big game. Blah, Tony's blah, blah. channeling his inner homer today now that he's gone. 
Right. Dario's trying to argue with me over here. Man, it has been uh, it's been fun though. Uh, Sophia, thanks so much. Have fun tonight. Uh, Dodgers in town. Then a day off. Then um, oh man. Hey Dario, uh, just so you know, Sophia's on my side, buddy. You can't try to bring her over to your side. I'm just saying. Just (laughs) tell him, Sophia. Sophia's got my back, pal. Always. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. You heard that, Dario. Back up. (laughs) Thanks, Sophia. See you later. All right, guys. Have a good one. If she's on anybody's side, she's you're, on my wife's side. You're trying to, you hear him trying to recruit uh, Pebble? I'm, trying I'm to recruit. Just, you know I'm what's Marquette? You know we worked together for like 10 years. That's my girl. I'm just she ain't facts, man. It's facts. Oh. You're, you're... Uh, okay, uh, Trump and alternative facts. <laughs> Tony Homer <laughs> the Fox. Tr- Tony Homer the Drew. <laughs> oh. uh, Chef Ed tweeting in our uh, ESPN Wisconsin talk and text on 800-990-3776. Homer would be proud of this perfect harmony. <laughs> oh yeah he would uh, we're going to take a quick break we're going to get to our top 3 of 3 right after this so stick around a lot more of Homer and Tony with your cousins of the day Dario Melendez right after this